I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi everyone, good morning. Uh, let's try this again. Apparently had no sound during my first attempt. Welcome to uh, Monday or the Day 50 Live. Hit me up with those questions. Let's get rolling on them right away. Um, I was talking about how we are rolling into week seven. Uh, I'm going to do a whole separate post for the Feeding the Metabolism part of this tweak. I'll post it on Tuesday for you guys. Read over the guidelines. Okay, I have sound. I'm good. Read over the guidelines. Let us know if you have any questions. All right, let's get uh, let's get right into this. Um, some of the biggest questions that you're asking about the feeding and metabolism tweak is when you're splitting up the meals and the snacks, um, the timing of that. So you want to split. You want to take the same portions that you've been cons- that you will be consuming over the next couple of days while we're eating back to satisfaction, mindfully asking those four questions, eating just enough so that when we walk away, we're feeling satisfied and not stuffed. So what you're going to do is take those same portions that you're going to be eating over the next couple of days and then you're going to simply split them in two. That's the easiest way to do it. Mindfully eat the first portion, right? Asking those four questions. Now, if you get full before you're done, then, you know, leave some, right? Um, But chances are you're going to eat that first portion and then you're going to wait about a half hour. It could be 20 minutes. It could be 40 minutes, but you just don't want to be waiting like an hour eating in five minutes, right? So take that first portion, ask yourself the four questions and then wait half hour. And then you want to mindfully eat the second portion, asking yourself those four questions. Now, if you eat the first portion and half hour goes by and you're not hungry for the second portion, then you still want to eat a few token bites. Okay. Got that. Now to take it a step further, what you can do is separate your proteins from your carbs. So you're going to eat your protein, the first portion, right? Wait a half hour and eat your vegetables. Um, the second portion mindfully asking the four questions. Now your veg, your leafy greens and your fats go either way. So you can eat the first portion of protein with your leafy greens and your fats, wait a half hour, eat your veg, right? Or you can just eat just the protein, wait a half hour and eat your veg, leafy greens and your healthy fats. Um, so, so, so don't stress about it. Some of you are concerned if you eat the protein portion first and you're not hungry, then you, you're not going to get a lot of vegetables or leafy greens. Remember you're still eating those token amounts if you're not hungry and it's only for a few days. So the goal is to split up as many meals and snacks as you possibly can. Some of you will be able to split up all of your meals and snacks and some of you just a few meals and snacks. So as long as you are are eating more often than what you are used to, then you're going to be good. Then you're going to be good. Um, Make sure you read over the post. Let us know um, if you have any questions so you are super clear about that. Let me just find the questions to the live. 
happy Monday, everybody. <laughs> I was just saying in the first lie that I attempted, um, I'm, I'm, uh, I've had a super busy weekend this weekend, out and about, doing a bunch of family stuff. Um, I'm not used to it after being sick, so my, I'm a little mumbly today. So just bear with me uh, with my words aren't my words aren't really working that well. Anyways, hi Michelle. This is the week where I figured out what eating dissatisfaction meant. Yeah, huge week. So again, each week as we move forward, we're going to be making slight tweaks to the food plan itself. So you're still following the basic food plan. We're going to start switching that up in the next couple of weeks. But we are approaching weight loss from a variety of different angles and also your portions. So what's really cool is you're going to take the same portions that you're eating dissatisfaction over the next few days, and then you're going to start splitting them up. And what you're going to realize is after you give yourself a half hour, chances are you're much more satisfied on less than you think. So this is just another way to get in tune with that. And also really coming to recognize how important it is that you're using quality proteins and adding healthy fat to your meals that feed into your satiety hormones that make you feel more satisfied on your foods. So this is where uh, down the road, we are going to be adding a protein and a fat to that morning fruit snack, for example. Um, so, you know, fruit, fruit digest, you know, pretty quickly, about a half hour. It can replenish your glycogen stores, which is the whole reason that we're, we have that fruit in the morning and we have it on its own. But fruit, it really is better digested when you add a protein and fat to it. So you have the fruit, so you eat an apple, you get a certain amount of energy. And then say you eat half that apple, but you add like a protein and fat to it, like, um, I don't know, some, some, some nuts and seeds or something to it. So then you get that, the energy from the half an apple, and then you get the sustaining energy from the protein and fat. Very similar to why we add those nuts and seeds in uh, for your after, that second afternoon snack is that they're one, hard to digest, and two, they feed into those satiety hormones hormones that make you feel more satisfied by the time you're rolling into dinner. Now, I know some of you are going to be like, well, how come we're not adding in the protein and fat to the fruit snack right now? There's a rhyme and a reason to that that I already talked about during the basic food plan. Um, and we are going to be switching that up down the road. But for now, you want to have your fruit snack on its own. But just pay attention to that. Just pay attention to that. Um, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Would it be okay to eat veg first and protein second? Yeah. So by now, you should kind of recognize that everything is for a rhyme and a reason around here, like literally everything. Everything is for a rhyme and a reason. Um, there is a rhyme and a reason behind the basic food plan, the order of foods that you are consuming and such. For example, again, um, protein and fat feed into satiety hormones. Vegetables do not do that. So if you eat the vegetables first and on their own, chances are you're just going to be extra hungry when it comes time to be eating the protein and fat. So it's just kind of reversing and makes zero sense. So the answer to this is no. Also, I'm really going to just remind everybody, like doing your own shit is just, it's just going to just... You're just going to end up confused. You're wondering why you're not having the same response as everybody else. Um, and it just won't work. There's a big difference between eating healthy and eating in a healthy way that's conducive to fat loss and what really works in terms of maximizing your efforts on program and plan. If it was an option, I would let you know, right? Like I would say, ew, either one, eat the veg first, eat the protein. No, there's a rhyme and a reason to that. So not only is it not okay, which I can't stop you from doing, it's just not effective. This is why you guys, it's really important to read the, understand like the rhyme and the reason behind what we're doing things. I know those notes are extensive, but it really does explain it in there. And it's really best to like really follow as designed, especially at this point, especially at this point. Um, some of you are also going to ask, like, you know, I don't have time to be doing that. Can I hold it off? Can I do it? Whatever. Again, you know, it's just about eating more often than you're used to and really being in tune to those portions. So I know it's inconvenient, but it's only for a few days and it's only for like, we're going to do it this week for a few days. And then we're going to repeat the process again next week for a few days. And then we're going to be moving on to a whole other tweak. This is why we've, this is a concentrated effort, right? Like, 
you've carved out three months of your life to specifically follow the plan and do what you need to do on program and plan to maximize your efforts, right? So you're going, there are going to be times where you have to step out of your comfort zone. There's going to be times where your weight loss journey is inconvenient to your life, right? Like it's just kind of how it is. But also where there's a will, there's a way. And I mean, I've worked with all sorts of people, different backgrounds, um, different social situations, people who travel a lot for work, people who this has been a very inconvenient uh, week and tweak for, who've, who've got on and done it successfully. So it's just really a matter of like how much energy you want to put into this. Again, it's not a matter of splitting all your meals and snacks. Some people will have the luxury of doing that. Other people won't. Um, just do the best you can. As long as you keep showing up, you won't be able to mess it up. Uh, I still cannot hear. Um, you, that's you. You got maybe turn up your volume. Because <laughs> I'm good. I'm good on my end. Hi, Carrie. Been doing well this round and saw early results. Four pounds down. Now I'm bouncing up and down around three pounds. I've uh, been feeling really tired and lightheaded, have gone to the doctor and waiting for results. I feel this will come uh, back together. Still working on overcoming the habit of turning to chips when I feel down and don't like how I feel later. Stress is also a big factor. I know I can overcome this. It's mind over matter and paying attention to what my body needs versus what I think it wants out of habit. Thank you for helping me become more mindful. There's a lot in that. Wow. Yeah. See, so this is this is the thing. There's a lot in this, but a lot of you are just dealing with a lot on a daily basis in life and plus all the balls that you got to juggle with this process. This is why I it's a great idea to review that um, troubleshooting post, the 20 questions at the beginning of each new week. It's in the book. It's in the app. Um, we've also turned it into a, its own guide. So it's a great idea at the beginning of each new week to do two things, to watch the hunger video again, because we're approaching hunger from a, a different angle, uh, and to review the 20 questions and just make sure you're kind of checking off all the things that you are doing. Um, someone also said this morning, like, is, my, is the things that I'm adding in, like desserts and things and whatever, like making a difference? Heck yeah, it is. Um, you know, I, I know it kind of gets monotonous to follow the food plan and, you know, you, but, but what happens at this point, if you start letting bites of bits in, it's not going to stop you from reaching your goals, but it sure as shit's going to slow down your journey. Like, absolutely. Especially last week, like it's a downsizing week, right? Where you're leaving yourself feeling slightly unsatisfied. So if you end your, you know, meals or your night with dessert, you're just like loading up those glycogen stores. So it's pretty much negating what you're doing during the day, right? So so really make sure you're following as, as you know consistently as possible, especially if you're putting your, the pressure on yourself to see the scale move. That's the big one. Like people will be like, oh, you know, does it matter if I'm eating chips and desserts? But also, why is my scale moving? I'm so frustrated. And it's just like, okay, <laughs> you know, maybe you wouldn't be so frustrated if you like, you know, and also like, so let's remember we, we manage this like cravings, right? You crave sugar. What does that mean? Generally it means you need to bump up the water. You crave salt. What does that mean? You need to bump up the fat. Cravings are just your body's trying to communicate its needs. So if you have cravings, which are different from hunger, chances are you need to just bump up your food choices and make them a little bit more nutrient rich or get the water. That bounce back down, um, that bounce, that bounce back, that's, that's usually water. Um, we call it a bounce back effect. Um, usually when your weight's going up and down, up and down, up and down, and you're feeling the effects of detox, but your scale's not actually moving down. Um, that usually is a sign that your body's like, Hey, I'm trying to do this, but I need a little bit more water to follow through and to support the body in detox. So that's why it's bumping up your water slightly. Um, will really make a difference. Not by like liters and liters and liters, just like literally by a few cups. Um, feeling uh, really tired and lightheaded. So I would be concerned about that, except you also talked about you're under a lot of stress. 
right? So if you're not sleeping well and a lot of stress and those things, uh, that can be that can definitely be issue. That that can definitely be an issue. Um, on program and plan, even with downsizing, we're eating like six times a day, right? Nutrient rich food. So people eat a lot of freaking food. It doesn't mean it has any nutrient value that the body can actually utilize, right? So so make sure you're bumping up your food choices, making them as nutrient rich as possible. Make sure if you're if you're if you're not eating breakfast that you are eating breakfast, especially if you're dealing with nighttime hunger and the munchies at night and you're not eating breakfast, that could be why. Uh, make sure you're eating breakfast and make sure you're making your food choices as nutrient-rich as possible. But um, have a, I love what you're saying, like paying attention to your body's needs over what out of habit. So, so another part to this, and this is what I said, it's pretty loaded what you're dealing with, could be um, your coping mechanism. So you, you mentioned you're stressed, right? And then your your old habits of how you used to cope. Um, and a lot of people use food to cope. And so that's like, I love that you're recognizing that. So this is where you might want to, um, you know, maybe change up your routine, you know, maybe go for a walk, have some tea. And then also, of course, make sure that you are managing physically, making sure you're having breakfast, making your food choices nutrient rich and drinking your water. So address the physical needs, right? And then also things like setting your intention in the morning, checking in midday, and then assessing your situation at night and being like, okay, what did I do really well today? What did I, what do I need to work on tomorrow? It just puts you in that frame of mind. Like, yes, I'm still working on this, right? Like taking accountability for your day and then bringing that to the forefront of your mind, which, which will also help you kind of bust through those old coping habits and mechanisms, right? Um, hi, Melissa. I had a great weekend that included an engagement party. I love that. Love that. Ate all the bites of bits and enjoyed it without being too full up a bit, but no regrets. Yeah. I mean, listen, I've been saying this so much after the last couple of years, the last thing we want you guys doing is stressing when you're, when you're being social and finally get to meet up with friends and family and do things again. My goodness. There is a compromise that can happen. You know, it's not all or nothing around here. You can definitely follow the food plan the best that you can. And any, any extras are simply extras. Nobody's going to gain weight over the weekend. I don't care how much you eat. It's just like pretty much impossible to gain weight over the weekend. It's much more complicated and takes more time than that. You know, but definitely keeping it together where, where you can can make a huge difference. Like if you know you have a big, you know, celebratory dinner coming up at night, then make sure you follow the food plan during the day. So you're stimulating that digestive system. You're not going into that dinner super starving you know what I mean and then if you want to indulge make it a purposeful mindful indulgence I'm eating this it's delicious and then pay attention use it as a teachable moment um you know when you overeat and if you start that negative dialogue just cut that shit out and say no man I chose to indulge here you know I'm doing great on this program and process this this one meal is not going to cause my weight to go up you know not going to cause me to gain real weight might go up on the scale um you know and then pay attention to how you feel the next day when you get your butt on that scale and if you start berating yourself, oh my God, why did I do that? Just say, I did it because like it was my best friend's wedding and the food was delicious and hashtag it was worth it. So let's just get right back at it today, you know? And that's that's where you're rewiring your brain, right? We're rewiring as your body has come to function physically and also rewiring your brain. And at this point, you, you know, approaching seven weeks in, you guys have the power to do that, right? To really recognize your thoughts, right? And really work on that sort of mental aspect of that. Oh, up a bit, no regrets. Friggin' love that. That's why I also like, look what you've learned, right? Like I can indulge. It's no big deal. The scale is up. And now in the next couple of days, you're going to realize it's going to go right back down. And chances are it's going to go right back down and then keep moving. And then that's what you've learned. You've learned. This is why it's not always about being perfect. Not that you want to be indulging all the time, but when you do make it that teachable moment where you actually learn something from it, and then you get that aha moment. Oh, just because I indulge doesn't mean I actually gained weight. Just because I indulge doesn't mean that I just stopped. I, I failed on my weight loss 
program. No, it's no big deal. Right back at it. And what you can learn from that is just so huge. So huge. Hi, Chris. Uh, our Cheris, 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 Cheris. I've never eaten breakfast as I am never hungry. Today, I woke up super hungry. And before, I would have been like, God, I am good. I'm burning fat. But today, I realized, no, I need to feed my body. After I was like, that is a win. That's such a win. So many people afraid of being hungry. You want to be in tune to your body's hunger cues and you want to listen to them. Um, being hungry in the morning is a great sign that you got a great sleep last night. Your body worked really hard to repair, rebuild, regenerate, rejuvenate, do all the things that it does, detox at night. And now your body's like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Um, so being hungry is a good thing. Being hungry is never a bad thing. So you'll, you'll notice a lot of times when you're really hungry, it's not that you need more food. It's just your, your body being more clear about less letting you know what's up. Like the more you pay attention, the stronger that mind body connection, it is a real thing. Um, and the more your body's going to communicate more clearly to you. And this is like this, these four questions with the portions, right? Like eventually you won't need to ask the four questions because you'll just know you won't, you won't have to ask the four questions because you'll be just in such a habit of doing it. Your body will just let you know, you'll look at your food. You'll know it's not enough. It's too much. It's just right. You know, you'll know when you're starting to get full. Oh, I'm starting to get full. If I eat a few more bites, I'm going to be so stuffed, you know, let me stop eating now or I'm just done. Yeah, you, you won't have to ask those four questions, right? Um, so I love this. Yeah, when you wake up in the morning and you're hungry and you, you're not burning fat, for sure, you definitely want to eat though. Um, but when you're really hungry like that, what you'll notice is you get full real quick. So a lot of times it's just that you're like, oh, I, this happens to me a lot at dinner where I'll be really hungry and then I'll order everything and then all of a sudden like I eat something and I'm like full. I've eaten a couple of bites of appetizers and all of a sudden I'm like not even full for my main meal. I'm like, man, I was so hungry. What happened? So a lot of times it's just your body being really clear about letting you know what's up. And then when you do go to eat, um, you, you know, you realize you're not actually hungry, hungry. This is also why it's important to still have those token amounts because sometimes we're not hungry. And then as soon as we do start to eat and stimulate that digestive system, we're actually like, oh, I'm, I am hungry. This happens to me a lot in the morning where I'm not really hungry, but then I'll, ha I'll have a little something, something. And next thing you know, I eat the whole thing and I'm just like, wow, I was actually really hungry. It's just kind of my hunger is a little laggy probably because I'm just like getting up and whatever. And then as soon as my body kind of turns on, which it does, as soon as you put food in your system, it, it breaks the fast. Breaking the fast means it kind of turns on, right? Like, um, so yeah, so it kind of happens both ways. That's why we want to ask those four questions and really be in tune to that. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Just got back from two weeks in Portugal. Delayed honeymoon. Nice. Looking forward to getting back at it starting two weeks ago. Okay, great. So this is the best thing for you to do is just like to pick up exactly where you left off. Make sure you reach out, ask all the questions that you need. We are so used to people doing this. So used to people doing this. So it's not going to be weird for you to ask questions. Let the team know what week you're on. Ask questions that you need to ask. Um, you know, there's just no reason why anyone needs to be keeping up with the group. In fact, it gives you an advantage because if you're behind the group, you get to kind of watch and see all the things and all the comments and stuff of all the people who have gone through it the week, week ahead right? So love that, right? I love that you're back at it. Hi, Kate. Good morning on my third program, but I finally have really bought in this round and I'm down 7.5 pounds of 15 left to go. My struggle is starting the water early enough in the morning. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you can start with warm water too, like, you know, um, or like hot water. I find like cold water on my digestive system. First thing in the morning is like, kind of just makes me feel a little like, eh, sometimes, sometimes it goes down great. And I'm like, give me that cold water. And the other times I'm just like, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, so try it like warm, like boil some water and leave it room temp. Um, I find that is beneficial. Um, or kind of like do like a bigger glass of like the 
just use like a bigger glass for your warm, like your lemon water in the morning. It doesn't have to be a small glass. It can be a small glass if you don't like it, but you can also make a, a bigger glass of that, like a tea um, with lemon water. That can really help. Or maybe try like a decaffeinated tea or a regular tea would work as well. And then I find once you kind of get that, those first like liquids into your digestive system or after you've eaten, then it's a lot easier to get the water in. But um, use your app. You can set timers in your app. And if you have not been using the app up till this point, you can totally use it. Um, you got all those codes in the beginning, so you can go in, download the app, get that seven-letter code, code, plug it in. If you have a hard time finding it, um, just reach out to the admin team. They can find it for you. And then you actually have the option of skipping ahead. So it'll say, hey, you know, you're welcome to the program. Um, the group is on day 50. Do you want to skip ahead? So you can skip ahead to day 50 and then set those alarms for your for your water. Water is definitely work with this process. You know, um, it's you've got to kind of stay on top of it. Again, we're making this concentrated effort. This is not a lifestyle, do this shit for the rest of your life, right? Everything is for a rhyme and a reason and everything is a means to an end to maximize the time that we are, what we're specifically focusing on this, right? And then let me also remind you that the whole video that we did with Dr. Pfeiffer and that whole conversation with him, he just talks about the reason why you need to drink enough water, especially while following the program and plan, right? So kind of like we kind of refresh the importance of it and then maybe set alarmers, uh, it's alarmers, that's where I'm at today, alarmers. <laughs> ah, maybe set some alarms and, and that at timers. Alarms? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. You know when you say that word and the word seems weird? That's where I'm at right now with the word alarm. Um, but yeah, it's it's innocent. Also, maybe just recognize too, like the the water is work. For some people, it's just work. Even for me, on a daily basis, just maintaining my basic hydration levels, it's work. It's It just works. So you don't have to like it. You don't have to love it. Just kind of get it in. Sometimes kind of reconciling that and being like, oh, fuck, this sucks. Like, But set those alarms. Get the, get it in. Like, I'm doing what I need to do. Maybe set those intentions. Put your water on your list. Do that midday check-in. Be like, how's my, how's my water? You know? And then kind of assessing at night and just kind of bring it a little bit more to the forefront of your mind. That can really help. Also, you know, getting the... Getting, it's not a joke, like getting the right cup to drink out of. Like I love the Starbucks ones with the straw. Um, I find that those are, I can, I can drink a lot of water just kind of sipping on those all day. Um, some people don't like straws. So get the right cup or the right, you know, container um, to drink out of. That can really make, that can make a huge difference. That can make a huge difference. Hi, Carol. I had to get up. I had to get up water. So I thought I would say up to catch a live to share. Been on antidepressants for years. I'm now down to the minimum dose. Nice. Uh, may actually be able to stop them. Hooray. Uh, knocking on 60 pounds gone. Three groups. Wow. But the downsizing always is my hardest tweak. Food anxiety. Feeding the metabolism shows me there's always more. Oh, I love that you said this. Yeah. So this is really cool. Again, it's, it's just so much more to this than just what you're eating and when. So you think of downsizing, right? Downsizing, it brings up a lot of issues, right? A lot of people food scarcity, food waste issues, a lot of those things, not getting enough. Oh my God, it's like a diet, blah, 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 right? Which is that, that's, that's, you know, that's on purpose. And then we, then we go bring it back to satisfaction and then we start splitting up meals and snacks. And I think it's really cool because it's just like you're eating and you're eating and you're eating and you're eating and you're eating. And so many of you have spent your life trying not to eat. Think of this for a second. So many of you have spent your life trying not to eat, literally starving, depriving and restricting, right? And now you have to eat. You're just like, 
It's exhausting. It takes so much energy. Yes, it is not normal. It is exhausting. It takes a lot of energy. That's why we're making the body work extra hard, right? And kind of really feeding into that. So that's kind of the rhyme and the reason behind that. So, you know, and three three groups three groups later, I love that. And sixty pounds gone. Holy freaking shit balls. That's amazing. But even after three groups, you're still working. This, this process is such, such a process in self-love and really working through your issues. Also, like a lot of our anxiety issues and the stuff that we deal with mentally, and that's what therapy is. Therapy is just helping bring these like aha moments to you, like talking it out so you're recognizing why you're doing it and recognizing it doesn't work for you anymore and coping mechanisms and skills and all of those things. That's all part of it, right? And when you're doing a process like this that keep, makes you keep your energy directed at yourself. It's pretty amazing. Your self-awareness and the shit that you can work through in all the ha-ha moments. It's like you keep recognizing you're doing this thing and then you keep also recognizing it's no longer working for you. And then once you bring that to the forefront of your mind, you recognize it. You're only going to do it another couple of times before you realize like, okay, this is just not, why do I keep doing this? It's just not working for you. It no longer feels good. No longer working for you before it worked for you. There was a reason, right? It worked for you. And now you're going to recognize it no longer works for you, right? So, so three, three programs later, which is like, what? That's nine months. That seems like a lot of time, but it's really not. It's like a blip in your life compared to the last 20 years of your life or 10 years of your life or five years of your life where you've been using a lot of these same coping mechanisms or your brain has been wired in a certain way. That's what's so detrimental about the diet industry is like the negative self-talk. I've been talking about this a lot. Like when people do a diet and it works, they're like, oh, this diet works for me. But when you fail, you don't blame the shitty diet. You blame yourself. Why am I failing? You lose the weight. You work really hard. Time, energy, money. Got it done. Lost the weight. And then just by eating, just by eating, the weight all comes back plus more every time. And you feel like a massive failure. And in reality, that was always going to happen. It, like you're, you're never going to be the person who's going to be able to sustain that low weight through a deprivation diet unless you keep dieting for the rest of your life. So we internalize and we think we're such failures because we, we, you know, we, 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 we gained all the weight back plus more when that was always going to happen. And then the negative self-talk, like, you know, so many of you, this is why getting on the scale is such an important thing to do. I'm not getting on the scale. It's just like missing a lot of the mental part of it. Like if you've got issues and anxiety over the scales, you want to get on it and be able to work through that as part of the process. When we talk about being calm, like losing your weight physically in a way that's easy to maintain, but mentally where you're calm about foods because foods play such a huge role in our lives. Like really, unless you're getting on the scale and you're working through that, that that's not an easy feat. And that's the scale makes us deal with it. And so when you're getting on the scale and you know, you, you're berating yourself every time the weight goes, your weight goes up or, or down or all those things when you did those shiny diets, it's just reinforcing our belief system that we suck. We can't do it. We like, you know what I mean? All of those things. So it's a lot of shit to work through. I, you know, I don't need to lose weight anymore, but I'm always like open and ready to deal with my stuff. I, I'm really big on self-awareness. And the thing is, is like, as soon as you clear some shit out of the way and you deal with it, just more shit just drops in. So it's a never ending pile of shit. <laughs> you gotta constantly deal with it. that's not the right word, but all your issues and all of that stuff that you're just dealing with in life. So this process just gives you the tools to do that, to like keep your energy directed at yourself uh, because you're paying such a t close attention and you're strengthening that mind body connection. You got that communication. Your self-awareness is just like, so like, it's just like, it's everything in life. You know what I mean? It's everything, which reminds me, I posted that um, Mel Robbins thing. I thought it was quite timely. I do love myself some Mel Robbins. I 
I've been saying forever, um, you know, no one's coming to save you because that's kind of been my mantra. Um, my my guru back in the day said to me, like, who's going to do the work for you? Like, if you if if not you, then who? Like, you're the one who's responsible for yourself in life. You're the ones responsible for the choices that you're making. You're the ones responsible for showing up. You want to get shit done. You're going to have to do it yourself. Now, sometimes I internalize that and I think, oh my God, to do something right, I got to do it myself. You know, that's not what I'm talking about. But when it comes to doing the things that only you can do, you know, no one is going to come and lose the weight for you. And this is why you can't even, you can't be motivated by, you can't do it for other people. You really have to show up for yourself, you know, and, and then we talked about motivation, right? Like I talked about that in the live this morning. I sorry, check in this morning that you're going to have days where you're just not motivated. You're, you're just motivated is really weak motivator. Um, you're, you're going to have days where you're not motivated. And so many people will be like, Oh, I've lost interest in the program. No, you've lost interest in yourself and this goal that you obviously clearly wanted to achieve. Otherwise you wouldn't have signed up, you know, like to say you've lost interest is just really like, you're not, you, what you might as well just say, oh, I'm no longer interested in showing up for myself anymore. I wanted to reach this goal, but eh, I don't think so. And that, and that's great. If you've really come to the self-realization that you just, you're totally happy with where you are at. But a lot of times when it comes to your weight loss journey, it's just that we get tired of showing up. It's exhausting. And we just, we don't want to do it anymore because we want to lose our weight yesterday. But that doesn't mean that the, the underlying rhyme and reason to why we're doing this or that that desire to lose weight is going to go away. Chances are it's not going to go away. It's going to come back at a certain point, right? So if you keep starting and quitting and starting and quitting and starting and quitting and starting and quitting, you know, um, or trying this or trying that and all those different things and you never really follow through and finish, guess what? You're never going to really follow through and finish, which means that you're never going to get there. And that may be a real harsh reality, but there's a real difference. The reality is that you guys are either going to follow through right? And take this right to the end and finish and reach your weight loss goals. And because of all the hard work that you're doing, you're, you know, you're going to get to a place where physically it's going to be easy to maintain mentally. you got everything, all the tools that you need to maintain. And then you're going to go live a life weight loss free. Like I do never worrying about your weight. Yeah. Your weight will fluctuate and all those things, but that's just normal. So does mine. But for the most part, you're not going to have to think about losing weight ever again, because you're going to reach your freaking goal, whether it takes you three months, six months, nine months, or a year and a bit to do it. As long as you follow through and finish, you're going to get there. And then there's some of, some of you are just not, you're going to quit because you're not motivated. You're going to quit because you're not, you know, reaching your goals as fast enough, even though you've done every shitty diet out there. And you know, you've lost five pounds, which is really great. Five pounds in seven weeks is amazing saying, um, you know, or if you haven't lost yet and you haven't watched the troubleshooting, like so many of you showing up frustrated, but haven't had, had the time to go through the, the 20 questions. What troubleshooting? What? Okay. So you're really showing up and you're doing all the things, but you're not aware that there's a whole troubleshooting session and troubleshooting guide and the 20 questions and all the things that you can do. Some of you still straight up asking what the four questions are like, Covered that in week three. Do you know what I mean? You'd like you're gonna get out of this process what you put into it, and only you are gonna be able to finish it, you know? But that's the reality. And what are you gonna do? Are you gonna be here at the end? You're gonna keep showing up for yourself? Are you gonna like and also recognizing all the healthy benefits, right, that you're getting out of this process, not just starving depriving, but you're either gonna reach the end your end. And that's why having a really strong end game is so key. Cause I know if I say to some of you right now, are you a hundred percent sure you're gonna be here at the end? You're going to stop and you're going to be like, I want to be, 
but you're not, you don't believe it. And that's okay. That means that your belief systems aren't quite there yet. That means you have work to do in terms of visualizing that end game, right? What's going to make you believe that you can do this? Because there's no reason why you can't, even though feeding the metabolism can be, you know, uh, inconvenient and all those things. There's no reason why you can't. But if I say to you right now, are you going to be here without a shadow of the doubt at the end? Do you know that you're going to reach your weight loss goals? Because there's no reason why you can't. And we're always throwing proof, like our Livy Loser Spotlight today and, you know, our Spill the Tea segments. There's so much proof that this process works, you know, what more do you need to believe that you're going to follow through and finish, right? So a lot of you are working through some major feels on that. So are you going to be here at the end? Can you say with utmost confidence that you're going to follow through and finish? And I don't just mean at the end of this program, at the end of your journey, you know, because some of you, the reality is that you, you're not, you're going to bail and you're, you're going to bail. But you know, what always happens when people stop following because of whatever, and some of you are using some serious excuses, like the time that I was away. You cannot use me as an excuse. Can I just say that? I got to say that. You cannot use the fact that I was missing for a couple weeks as an excuse because my team still posted check-ins and Facebook Lives with all the same relevant information that is if I was here live. If I was here live, I would have said all the same shit. It's the same shit every time. Like we're all, if you do this, you, you're gonna, your body responds like that. It's the same process, right? Um, so you can't use me as an excuse because me, them, re, the team reposting lives, you know, that have the same relevant information is no different than the people who watch thousands of people who watch the live after the fact. Like they watch this live in the afternoon. That's no different. So you cannot use me as an excuse. In fact, there's not really a good excuse that you can use to not follow through and, and finish your journey. Now, now there might be lots of moments along the way that are slowing you down. Like, you know, like this happens and that happens in life. But as long as you keep showing up, you're honestly not going to mess this up. But I hear from so many people who quit because of whatever lame reason and usually they are super lame honestly because why just sign up and usually it's always blame 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 that's the thing too right like oh, I can't do this or you you doing that or whatever it's always blame it's always putting it out there that's the thing it's always the reason is like me or the this or that it's never here and that's what's so great about this process is constantly keeping your energy directed at yourself you learn a lot about yourself and a lot of a lot of your own shit and hold yourself accountable so many people will reach out after they quit at the end of the program because right now we're in that messy middle it seems like it's taking forever but trust me the last few weeks of the program are going to fly by and if you're here at the end you're going to be like oh my goodness look what I have done and holy smokes that went by super fast but when you're in it it can seem like it's taking forever and we hear a lot of those people who bailed for whatever reason in the beginning come back at the end and they'll even reach out and be like oh my goodness like what do I need to do like you know I, 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 I quit for whatever reason and now I want I want to get results that those people are getting and I'm always like you have to do the work like you have to just show up you have to like be here every day and there's just no way around it there's no way around it you can't just skip to the good part I wish we could that that song skip to the good part is that a song I think it is anyway you can't just skip to the good part you got to show up you got to do the work and at the end of the day only you were going to get this done for yourself say hello to a new era of mental health care Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. 
So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Self, you know. Um, where was I even talking about that? Yeah, I'm still on Carol, still on Carol, down 60 pounds. Um, I love this, working through those issues, right? Um, working through those issues. Hi, Angela, good morning. This was an amazing weekend on track in many ways with a couple indulgences. Uh, butter Tart Festival. Oh, I love a good butter tart. Um, but I wore wedding rings for the first time and I don't know how long and continued pulling out clothes in my closet that fit. I also have to return an online order that's way too big. Overall, feeling great. Thank you for the program. Love that. And those wedding rings get putting those wedding rings back on that's a big non-scale victory around here i love that i also love that you had a great weekend had the butter tarts feeling great about your pro your process today right those are feels love that hi julie good morning on vacay for the first time in over two years we're living it up in new york city i love that i went there for my first time in december uh was it december yeah to get my wedding dress i did the whole like you know say yes to the dressing love new york so fun being mindful but not allowing guilt to ruin this trip yes please do not your first vacay in over two years, the last thing we want you doing is feeling guilty. Got to my lowest low on the day we left. Stop it. Oh, well. Oh, well. I can get there again. Wait. Got to my lowest low on the day you left. Okay. I can get there again. Can't wait. Can't get the water in, but that's okay. We'll be home soon enough. Enjoying the time with my family, creating memories. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I'll be back on program soon enough. You're a huge part of my change of mindset. Okay. I love that you're taking time to kind of like set your intentions about this whole process. You're like, yeah, I'm on vacation, but yeah, I'm still I'm still doing it and I'm still here and this is what I'm saying it doesn't have to be all or nothing like you may not be able to get the water in but being mindful of getting it in when you can you may not you may end up having like whatever you know whatever it is for lunch and dinner and all those things but keeping it together the best you can is absolutely going to make a huge difference. Just hooking up with friends and family and making memories is so good for our mind and our stress. Honestly, it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a beneficial trade-off. It really is. It, it is. And being out and about and stimulating our brains and stimulating our bodies sends this massive message that we're alive, that the body needs to continue to support us and to have us working on more, more optimal levels. That's why inactivity is so detrimental to your health because inactivity basically signals that you're ready to shrivel up and die like your body has no reason to show up no reason to support you no reason to give you good energy none of those things because you ain't doing nothing it's kind of like a use it or lose it type of thing with your energy and you use it or lose it type of thing kind of with like moving your body and being active right so so i love this i, I think this is like this is such a huge win this is a massive non-scale victory to be able to take time away to go on vacation still be mindful about feeling your best and making choices that make you feel good and then not feeling guilt about it right that that's that's like make no mistake that is so freaking huge to learn that so many of you terrified just to eat regular food let alone go on vacation every time that scale is up you think your weight is up you know so this is so huge love hearing this remember that we do um 
Remember that we do have that travel post that we posted a long time ago. Um, we will be revisiting. This is the point in the program we start to revisit some of those posts. Um, that original travel post is in the guides. If you just use the search bar at the top too, let's talk travel, you can pull it up and we got some travel tips. So if you guys got some upcoming trips, there's all sorts of great tips in that. Um... Uh, Maryland, huge non-scale victory. First time in over 20 years I have not suffered seasonal allergies. By this time in the year, I would be on nasal sprays and inhalers. This year, perfectly clear. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really amazing because what you're doing is just you're strengthening your immune system. You're strengthening your digestive system. You're giving the body resources to make it healthy and strong and all of those things. Yeah, same thing like whether it's allergies or food sensitivities. A lot of you might be sensitive to certain foods that now you can tolerate better because you've put time into strengthening your digestive system. This is actually a thing. This is actually a thing. This is actually a thing. That makes me happy to hear. Um, just, yeah, it's really just strengthening your immune system. It's like, see, it's like, it's like food sensitivities, right? Like if you go to a naturopath and you get all the, the food sensitivity, like before you started this program, you got the food sensitivity test. A lot of you are going to come back the same thing, like almonds or nuts and, and, you know, eggs and, you know, dairy and gluten and all those things. The reality is, is that just because you can eat something doesn't mean our bodies are meant to process and digest and consume these things. Most people are sensitive. Well, everyone is really sensitive to dairy and gluten. It's just some people tolerate it better, bit better based on the strength of their digestive system. So, so a lot of times those tests are based on your how your digestive system is functioning in the moment. And then once you strengthen your digestive system back up, you can find that you can better tolerate a lot of these foods. So it's just the same thing. You're making your body healthier and you're boosting your immune your immune system is a real thing. And it, you know, you're boosting your immune system and you're less susceptible to things, which is so super cool. Hi, Christine. Good morning, VA and Libby friends. Downsizing week for me is one of the hardest as well as one of the most satisfying weeks. Um, you guys still working on downsizing? You're coming off downsizing, right? We're on week seven, we're week seven, right? Just to, just to make sure I know where I'm at and where we're focused on. <laughs> I love that. I, I love it. I love that in hindsight, you guys are looking back, right? And then not thinking of going back. So many, so many, so many people would go through downsizing week and because it's eating less, they think that's the be all end all week and tweak. It's not, it's really not. Um, it's really about bringing up the feels and starting to get in tune with those portions more than anything else. Um, but if you're kind of sitting here Monday and reflecting back, like I want to go back or I didn't do it the best I possibly can. Honestly, as long as you were showing up for it, you probably did a lot better than you thought. It's really best just to keep it moving forward. Keep it moving forward. Hi, Lynn. Round two is definitely more mentally challenged for me. I know I need to maximize more. My intention today is to review the troubleshooting and find my gaps to focus on. Love that. Yeah. And the troubleshooting is not meant to berate you and highlight the things that you're not doing. It's to highlight all the things that you can do still, which is really exciting when you're wondering like, what can I do? Also, you're juggling a lot of balls at this point. Like you're doing so many things. Following the food plan, making your food choices, nutrient rich, asking yourself those four questions, trying to get your water and trying to take the supplements in, like being mindful, man managing your stress, managing your sleep, managing this, managing that. Like it can be a lot of things, right? And that's sort of why like reading over that troubleshooting post at the beginning of each new week can really just put you in the mindset of like, oh, okay. Oh my goodness. I forgot. I, I, I totally forgot to take my omega-3 supplement last week. Or, you know, oh, I really got to bump up the nutrient rich choices. I'm getting lazy with my foods again. Cause man, it, and, and that is totally normal at this point to be like, this shit's taking forever. Like the extra effort that you add in just can be like, ah, oh. but that extra effort that you add in honestly can make up such a big difference. It's because 
everything that we're doing is like adding up, right? Hi, Amber. Good morning. Frustrated with the bounce back effect. It's been going on for weeks. I've upped my water and following the plan. Hopefully week seven sees more positive change. Yeah. Also, don't forget about the troubleshooting session, right? Have you done the troubleshooting session? Have you gone through that? Have you gone through all of that? Like water could be one thing. It could be a variety of other things. It could be, for example, like if you've been getting crappy sleeps because all of a sudden you're super stressed, right? Like sometimes we focus on the food part of things and really I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll talk to people and be like, how's your stress? Oh, it's fine. And then in conversation, they're like, you know, they're selling their house, they're getting a divorce. They, you know, they, they're, they're working three jobs or they got, you know, all these things going on. And I'm like, tell me again how you're not stressed because I think a lot of people perceive stress as like, oh my God, I'm so stressed. Like, ah, having a mental breakdown. No, man, stress can come like stressed about your kids, worried about your kids and not sleeping for a couple nights, you know? So it could be a variety of things all adding up, uh, variety of things all adding up, right? That's affecting your sleep or it could, you know, or it could be that you've added in exercise as well, right? So you're exercising and you know, your, your body's retaining water because of that. So it could be a variety of things. So that's why it's great. Yes. That the scale's bumping up and down, make sure you check the water, make sure you're drinking enough. The other one too, is make sure you're adding electrolytes to it. That's a big one. Um, and, and go through that troubleshooting session. That's what it's there for, you know? Um, it's summer and I like to get out and do things. Seems hard to eat so often while out and about. Got any advice? Yeah, suck it up, buttercup. That's my advice. <laughs> Probably not what you want to hear, but honestly, like I get it. It's hard to follow the program. You got to step out of your comfort zone. You got to do things that are inconvenient. But again, it's like at some point you're going to have to put the time and energy. If you want to reach your goal and you want to lose your weight, at some point you're going to have to do the work. It's also really inconvenient to go to work sometimes because uh, there's a million things I like to do. It's kind of the same thing. Do you know, um, it's like you want to accomplish a goal. These are the things that you need to do to accomplish that goal. And yeah, sometimes it's inconvenient, but they are the things that you need to do. And there's kind of no way around that. You know what I mean? I get this a lot, especially with this feeding the metabolism tweak and people are like, I don't have time and blah, 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 blah. Like I get that. Then don't do it. But also then don't rag on yourself that the scale isn't moving because it's for a rhyme and a reason at the end of the day. You know, like I get it. It's inconvenient. I get that you have to like pack extra snacks. You have to take time to eat. You have to do the things that you need to do to get the results that you want to see. Um, it's something I really don't apologize for on the program and plan either. Like the program works really well for weight loss when you follow as designed. I'm thinking most people appreciate that. You know what I mean? And also this is like, this is not a lifestyle thing too. And I think a lot of people get it in their head that this is how they're going to have to eat forever. No, especially if you're new to the program, I totally get that. Um, this is why it's a great idea. If you have the book you can kind of skip ahead and see at the end, like by the end of the program, we're phasing you off the actual meal plan itself. You've got a lot more flexibility in it and you're eating more in tune to your body's needs it's called personalizing the plan. Um, so what we're doing now is just like for a rhyme and a reason. It's not, you know, it's not forever. Um, it's a means to an end. So it really is just kind of like recognize, like, you know, you got to do what you need to do. Anyway, let me read the rest. I try to bring a cooler bag with the right foods in it, but not always possible. I do want to stay. I don't want to stay home all the time. Do you have kids? I don't know if you have kids, but I would never fucking leave my house without a bag full of snacks for my kids. Like never even dream of it because those little fuckers eat like every five minutes. It seems like no disrespect to my children. I love them to death. But man, when it comes to those kids snacking when they were little, oh, they made me crazy every five minutes. I would never, ever dream of leaving the house without a bag full of snacks for my kids. I just wouldn't do it. What about your kids packing your kids lunch for maybe you don't have kids. Maybe that's the disconnect. Um, sending your kid to school without a lunch. Would you ever send your kid to school without a lunch because and snacks because you just what? You don't have time. I know I'm being a little harsh right now, but I'm just trying to bring the reality to the situation. Um, I, you know, 
Do you know what I mean? Um, so you either got to be okay. Or here's the other side of this. So maybe you can't do all the things. Maybe you can't do all the things. But definitely still showing up and doing the things that you can do. That's good. But what you cannot do, what you cannot do, let me say that again. What you cannot do is not do all the things and then rag on yourself about not doing all the things and then rag on what's happening on the scale, that you can't do that. Some people can't do all the things. There's a lot of people here with food restrictions where they, they can't do all the things, but they're doing that the best that they can and they're still seeing results from that and it's still absolutely worth showing up. So I know this is probably not the answer that you wanna hear, um, but I'm a, where there's a will, there's a way, gotta get this shit done. Take the time, get up early, pack the foods that you need, um, you know, do what you need to do. And then if you really legit are in a situation then you can't, then you can't and it's no big deal and then you do it the best that you can the next day and the next day and the next day. You know what I mean? Uh, I get that a lot with this tweak and I, and I get it. It's unnerving and you know, it's inconvenient and all those things, but it's not forever. It's not forever. It's not forever. It's not forever. Um, so spaghetti is my go-to food for any reason I can find as calm as modern family says, this feeling, uh, would go well with fine. Okay. Well, you know, we're not like, it's, it's like, it's not forever. Again, like the whole point of this, and I'm not apologizing for this because you can totally eat pasta and lose weight. It's just not going to, what you can't do is eat pasta while trying to lose weight and then rag on the scale, not moving fast enough. You know what I mean? There's lots of people who eat pasta and, and see results just fine on the program. Um, I've worked with clients like this, you know, who are like, listen, I still want to eat my pasta. I still want to have my pizza. I, I know I, you know, I want to lose, I'll lose weight when I lose weight. I'm showing up, I'm doing the things. And then there are other people are, what can I do to be more hardcore about this process? And I totally respect that either way. Right. Um, so this is definitely not a low carb, but diet at all, but there ain't no nutrient value in pasta. There's no, there's no nutrient value in pasta. It's not really beneficial to you, right? So you're not really missing. It's not, your body doesn't need pasta. I get that you want pasta. And then also the reason why I don't apologize for this, I got, I'm doing a lot of not apologizing today is because the whole goal of this program is to lose your weight in a way that you're lowering your set point, the weight that your body's used to. You're losing weight in a healthy way where you're not going to gain it all back. You're also working hard to increase your metabolism and help your body be as healthy as possible. And you're also working on that mental part. So you're totally connected and mindful so that you lose your weight in a way that you can totally have these foods. I eat pasta all the time. On Friday, Tony and I went for lunch. I had a beautiful uh, pasta with um, scallops and, and shrimp. Ate the whole damn thing. Um, you know, I didn't. I took some home and I ate it when I got home. Um, but I ate it. Uh, no big deal. I also had this beautiful burrata salad um, that had bread, sourdough bread. I ate the bread with that. I ate the bread and had the pasta. Ah! No big deal. Um, you know, that that's the whole goal. That's the whole end game for people around here is is like to, to lose weight in a healthy way, physically, mentally, where you can live a normal life and, you know, be able to have pasta and not think, oh my God, I'm going to gain all this weight back and not actually gain the weight back um, because of the weight that you've lost it. So, I mean... Short-term pain for long-term game, like, I don't know what to tell you on this, right? I don't really have a lot of sympathy for people crying about the pasta, not that you are, but, you know, it's just like you can live without it for, again, three months. And I think what's happening now is because we're in the messy middle and this is seemingly like a long time. People get in that head frame of like, oh, my God, I got to do this forever and it's taking so long. You have to understand that is not our jam around here. We're not about you doing this forever. We want to help you lose as much weight as possible in the time frame that we have. That's why we tell you everything that's going to get the job done and set the bar really high.
But if you're showing up looking for loopholes and wiggle room and all of that, then, you know, chances are you're not going to maximize your efforts in the time frame that you have. As long as you're okay with that, I'm totally okay with that. You know, I'm totally okay with that. Is it still worth following through? Absolutely. You can totally half-ass this process and still see a shit ton of non-scale victories and still see some good movement on that scale, you know? So it's really just about the pressure you're putting on yourself when you get on that scale every day and making sure your actions are aligning with what you want. Like, are your food choices aligning with the goals you want to reach, right? Are you showing up and making choices every day that are getting you one step closer to your goal? Or are you showing up every day that is setting you back from your goal and slowing you down? Or are you just kind of holding and toeing the line and just, you know, doing what you need to do every day and just kind of staying where you're at? Like the choice is yours really at the end of the day. I, I, I love, I love, I, I don't like telling people that they can't eat bread and pasta, but you can, it's just going to, you know, you're not going to see as much movement on the scale as quickly as you would like. Will you still lose your weight? Yes. Will you still reach your family ever? Forever? Absolutely. But you are the one who has to be okay with your pace. You can't be adding things in. You can't be having desserts and chips and pastas and things and then getting on the scale and ragging on yourself about why or on us, but why you're not losing weight, you know, it's quick, quicker. I've only lost five pounds, you know? Okay. Well, are you, you know, what are you doing? You know? And I, and I say this with love. I really do because I really say this with love. Um, because I've literally, I spent my entire life helping people lose weight, my entire life with helping people lose weight. Um, and well, I don't know how many thousands of people have, have run through this program on top of that, you know, and it's really just, if you do this, the body responds like that. Um, I have so much respect with people navigating on their own timeline and, you know, in their own way. I'm, I'm all about that. Um, you know, but I set the bar high for a reason. And that's because I'm expecting that you're here. You've, you've carved this time out and you want to get this done, job done sooner rather than later. And we want to see you get it done sooner rather than later. And then we want you to get the F out of here and go live your life. Get out of here and go live your life, you know? Um, do I got to go? I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Um, what are you guys talking about here? Good morning. Happy Monday. So for example, if we were eating a sandwich and salad for lunch and we eat half of it and go back 15 to 30 minutes later, it's really 30, but what should we do if we're not hungry? You still eat token amounts. So you guys make sure you read over that post. Make sure you read over that post. So what you're doing is taking the same portions you're going to eat over the next couple of days. And then the easiest thing to do is just split it in two. Like you said, if you're having a sandwich and soup, or you can have the soup, soup is hard to split. Um, take your meals and split them in two. You're going to eat that first portion mindfully asking yourself the four questions, right? And then maybe you're full and then you before you're even done that portion you leave a few bites because when you're satisfied you're satisfied or maybe you're still hungry and then you're going to wait a half hour half hour goes by if you're hungry for that second portion eat it ask the four questions eat it mindfully leave yourself feeling like you've eaten just enough so that when you walk away from that second portion you're not feeling satisfied in that stuff if you're not hungry for that second portion then you still want to have a few token bites so it's simple but make sure that you ask as many questions as you need to be super clear on it read over the post read it over a few times and then let us know if you got any questions you definitely want to make sure you're clear on this but heads up I'm going to do a whole separate video for you guys on Tuesday that's going to outline the feeding the metabolism part of the tweak so I got a whole separate video um, just focusing on that tweak itself so for now just focus on asking those four questions and eating dissatisfaction oh, I love these conversations I know I was a little bit you know we were a little bit more straight up with you guys today but you know week seven we're not messing around I know people start dropping balls their 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 motivation starts to waver you got to rally you got to rally for this you got to rally for this the back end is really where the 
magic happens. You've worked so hard to get to this point. You want to capitalize on that. So you want to make sure you're doing all the things you can possibly do to get that done. Um, we all, Remember, we also turn these uh, lives into podcasts so you can listen over on ACAST. Also remember, if you're watching this after the fact, we don't circle back around and answer questions. So many of you are posting some amazing questions afterwards, some really important stuff, and I'm so nervous that you're thinking no one's answering your questions. So make sure if you have a question that you want a guaranteed answer to, pop it over in the question of the day page. That's where the team is working or any of the other posts. Have an amazing day, everyone. I hope that you're excited for week seven of the program. Um, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.